Welcome to the Wilderness Outreach Mancast. My name is John, and I'm here with my brother in Christ, Pete. Mancast is your weekly adventure into the wilds of masculine spirituality, where we will be hunting for the meaning of manhood, tracking down the intersection of faith and science, uncovering true leadership, and searching for the deep meaning of the history of God's created universe. So strap on your hiking boots and backpack, grab your compass and your map, and let's get rolling. Peter, John, turn an evening prayer over to you, brother. Let's get right into it. God, come to my assistance. Lord, Lord make haste to, to help me. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. He is my comfort and my refuge. In him I put my trust. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings peoples under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him? Mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a shadow. Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains, wreathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out from the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and will be forever. Amen. He is my comfort and my refuge. In him I put my trust. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. To you, O God, I will sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp. To you who give kings their victory, who set David your servant free. You set him free from the evil sword. You rescued him from alien foes, whose mouths were filled with lies, whose hands were raised in perjury. Let our sons then flourish like saplings, grow, grown tall and strong from their youth, our daughters, graceful as columns, adorned as though for a palace. Let our barns be filled to overflowing with crops of every kind, our sheep increasing by thousands, myriads of sheep in our fields, our cattle heavy with young. No ruined wall, no exile, no sound of weeping in our streets. Happy the people with such blessings, happy the people whose God is the Lord. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. Now the victorious reign of our God has begun. We praise you, the Lord God Almighty, who is and who was. You have assumed your great power. You have begun your reign. The nations have raged in anger, but then came your day of wrath and the moment to judge the dead. The time to reward your servants, the prophets, and the holy ones who revere you, the great and small alike. Now have salvation and power come, the reign of our God and the authority of his anointed one. For the accuser of our brothers is cast out, who night and day accused them before God. They defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Love for life did not deter them from death. So rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell therein. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Now the victorious reign of our God has begun. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will take flight. Draw close to God, and he will draw close to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you backsliders. Be humbled in the sight of the Lord, and he will raise you on high. To you, O Lord, I make my prayer for mercy. To you, O Lord, I make my prayer for mercy. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I make my prayer for mercy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. To you, O Lord, I make my prayer for mercy. The works that I do speak on my behalf, says the Lord. They prove that the Father has sent me. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. The works that I do speak on my behalf, says the Lord, they prove that the Father has sent me. In his mercy, God sends the Holy Spirit to shine on us so that our lives may radiate holiness and faith. Let us raise our voices in prayer and say, Lord, give life to your people whom Christ has redeemed. Lord, source of all holiness, draw bishops, priests, deacons closer to Christ through the Eucharistic mystery. May they grow daily in the grace of their ordination. Teach Christ's faithful people to be devout and attentive at the table of his word and of his body. So that they may bring into their daily lives the grace they receive through, the, through faith and sacrament. Grant, Lord, that we may see in each person the dignity of one redeemed by your son's blood. So that we may respect the freedom and the conscience of all. Teach us to restrain our greed for earthly goods. And to have concern for the needs of others. Be merciful to your faithful people whom you have called to yourself today. Grant them the gift of eternal happiness. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Merciful Father, may the penance of our Lenten observance 
Make us your obedient people. May the love within us be seen in what we do and lead us to the joy of Easter. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us and protect us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. You've got to love that reading. It seems like every every week we're reading that same reading from James, right? I'm I mean, pretty sure it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was like, thinking that too. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean... If, if you didn't feel bad before you read this, you do after you read it, right? <laughs> Cleanse yeah. your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you backsliders. <laughs> Anytime I hear that backslider, I think like, of your face. I, <laughs> I am he. <laughs> I am the backslider, right? It's kind of funny. Uh, Father Streitenberger called me right before we tuned in to each other tonight, and I answered the phone Backsliders Anonymous, south of I-70 <laughs> branch, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good reading, though. It is a good reading. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will take flight. Draw close to God, and he will draw close to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you backsliders. I feel called out. <laughs> yeah, be humbled in the sight of the Lord and he will raise you on high. So there's, you know, the promise there is, you know, in our in our humility, which, you know, shines the light on all of our festering concupiscence. There's a big word for you, right? There's a Catholic word for you. Our yeah, festering concupiscence. <laughs> you know, our, in, our inclination to sin, right? It's like, yeah. So, yeah. So, so some. It's an interesting day today, right? So, what? Uh, Beautiful weather, seventy-four. Yeah, wow. That was crazy. Did you do anything exciting today out there? Took. Uh, I prayed. You know, got up early. Oh, so yeah, we did our uh, morning prayer together. You know, Thursday morning. Oh, yeah. Is our men's 6 a.m. prayer time. So I usually set the alarm for 5.15, get up, make some coffee. Since we pray morning prayer, I tend to read the office ahead of time. And uh, so that always sets the day straight. And uh, so, yeah. So it's... Uh, so it's an interesting gospel reading. Do you have that gospel pulled up, Pete? Yeah, I got it pulled up right here. Because I thought maybe we could... Uh... You're talking about the... There's the first reading. Are you talking about the gospel? I'm talking about the gospel, maybe. Let's see. The, oh, the first... Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh... So, but, you know, that maybe the first reading would be a good one to contemplate, especially with the... Uh you know, reading that reading from James about you backsliders, you know, you sinners and you backsliders, because, uh, so let's just read that Exodus reading. Um, I'll take it down to, uh, I'll go through 10. You see where 11 is and it starts out, but Moses. Yeah, I'm on it. So uh, you'll start there. So, 
Uh, first reading from the Mass today, uh, Exodus 3, Exodus 32, 7 through 14. This is a real interesting thing that's going on here. And the Lord said to Moses, and so, so the, Moses has been up on the mountain, right, with talking to God for like 40 days, I think. And uh, so the Lord ends up saying to Moses, uh, go down for your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them and may consume them. But of you, I will make a great nation. But well, Moses besought the Lord his God and said, O Lord, why does thy wrath burn hot against thy people whom thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should, why should the Egyptians say with the evil intent did bring them forth to slay them in the mountains and consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy fierce wrath and re repent of this evil against thy people remember abraham isaac and israel thy servants whom you did whom to whom thou didst swear by thine own self and didst say to them i will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and all this land that i have promised i will give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever and the lord repented of the evil which he thought to do to his people that's a quite a powerful part of the 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 uh, story of or you know of Moses there. I mean, that's it, incredible. It is, and 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 it's kind of this is God wrestling, right? So this is one of those things that uh, you know the people that don't believe the Bible means anything they point to something like this. Well, see, God's just like this wrathful, irrational being, right? But if you look into that a little bit, is it possible that God's basically testing Moses again here? It's mm. like, you know, you know, it's like what in the past mm. week in the gospel reading, I think it was last Sunday, uh, Peter asked the Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? And I think the answer is what the, what the Lord says, no you have to forgive them 70 times seven times or something like that so in other words always forgive so it's kind of interesting that so moses is getting kind of sick and tired of these people and he's complaining to the lord a lot it's like why why did you burden me them with this lord you know with this people and so the lord's kind of testing him i think in a way to say well how about i just i'll just obliterate them off the face of the earth right we'll start over again and then, lo and behold, Moses steps in for the people. So it's almost like there's a, a Lord sitting there saying, what's he really made of, you know? Because the easy thing for Moses, oh, yeah, just wipe him out because I'd rather start over again too, Lord. Like, why would I have to? Yeah. So it's, That's an interesting perspective. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah.
So it's like, you know, some, so this is why our Bible and our faith is so rich because it allows us to step back and look at it. You know, this is like God is act, actually a, acting like the father and giving Moses some options to see how he responds. Hmm. So, and then uh, following be, uh, beyond that, uh, we'll pass over the, uh, the responsory. But let's look at then the Gospel of John and kind of see how that weaves together with uh, the first reading. And I'll take it through 37. Let's see, no, let me get a good spot there. I'll take it up to... 39 and you you take it from 39 forward you see it about half yeah. a little over halfway there yeah so the gospel according to john verses 31 through 47 if i bear witness to myself my testimony is not true there is another who bears witness to me and i know that the testimony which he bears to me is true you sent to john and he was, has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony which I receive is from man, but I say this, that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I gave is greater than that of John. For the works which the Father has granted me to accomplish... These very works which I am doing bear witness that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself borne witness to me. His voice, you have never heard his form, you have never seen. And you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe in him, he who, sent, he who has sent you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is, and it is that they bear witness to me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive glory from men, but I know that you have not the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe who receive how can you believe who receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from only God the only God? Do not think that I shall accuse you to the Father. It is Moses who accuses you, on whom you set your hope. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote of me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? that's pretty intense it is yeah so he's referring back to moses and and he's confronting the the pharisees i would say right who refuse to believe that he is the living god yeah and uh And they're they're claiming to believe in Moses, but uh, 
he's basically saying you really don't believe in Moses, right? Yeah. So in a sense, he's he's the 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 Pharisees in a sense are not much better than the the revelers at the who God was going to destroy at one time, right? So they're. Yeah, there's some tough words, you know. These are tough words for the Lenten period, aren't they? Yeah. It says, if I bear witness to myself, my testimony is not true. And then it says, you believe the people that say they are who they are, but you don't believe me that I am, you know. Right. And Moses was the only one, really, that said, he was Moses, right? That's crazy. Yeah, and then, and, but also Moses bore witness to the true God at the same time. So he was the one, the one who did. Yeah. Hmm. What were your first thoughts when you heard this today? Were you at Mass today? I, I wasn't at Mass today, and I... So I didn't. Did you go to mass today? Peter? No, I didn't. No. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I read morning prayer and uh, the office and, and uh, made, made a rosary and did some other things today. And nice. Uh, yeah. Did some reading and so, yeah. Hmm. So coming up this week, this is pretty neat. So, uh, so today, let me pull open up my book here a second. Because today is the 23rd of March. And it is the commemoration of Terebius de Mongrovejo Bishop. And St. Terebius was born in Spain around the year 1538. He taught law at the University of Salamanca. And in 1580, he was chosen as the Bishop of Lima in Peru and journeyed to the Americas. Burning with apostolic zeal, he called together many councils and synods, which successfully promoted the reform of the religion throughout the whole region. He vigorously defended the laws of the church and earnestly looked after the people committed to his care by visiting them frequently. He devoted much of his time and attention to the care of the native Indian population, and he died in 1606. Sounds like a virtuous man. Absolutely. In coming up, March 25th, which would be um, Saturday, is the Feast of the Annunciation, which is a remarkable, remarkable time in history because the Annunciation is the, the moment that Mary said yes to be the handmaid of the Lord and the Lord started to grow in her. So it was actually the Annunciation, in a sense, was the beginning of the Lord's, Jesus Christ's entrance into history. 
and it's March 25th, which means what nine months from March 25th is December 25th, which is the birth date of the Lord. So from my understanding, what I've I think I've heard Father Pacwa talk about that actually the Annunciation was one of those feast days that was celebrated before Christmas. Years before the Annunciation was always celebrated. And so when the time came that people started saying, well, we need to uh, celebrate when when Christ was actually born, then they, they basically added nine months on to March 25th and came up with December 25th. So, Huh. I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So anyway, I would say that let's just call this a nice short and sweet prayerful night together of evening prayer and uh we'll we'll exit with a the 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 uh prayer from um mass today name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. O God, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.